Hey, it's a lacquer warm and hearty welcome to you, the listener and the viewer out there, to another exciting edition of the Professional Plumber Podcast. Now, today is yet another sort of a technical discussion. And as usual, for these technical discussions, I have with me my co-host, Mr. Richard Bailey. Richard, a warm welcome to you as well. Thanks, Willem. Uh, as always, it's a, it's a pleasure to be here. It's, a, it's, it's nice to know that even after a few of these, you still want me back. So that's good. It's always good to know. But it's only a pleasure. Thanks for having me. <laughs> All right, Richard. So, and today, so usually when you and I talk, we talk technical stuff, right? Like, how do you fit this pipe in? What was what common mistakes are made with this valve and this installation, etc. But today we're talking about something a little bit different. We, we're taking a slightly different approach. We're talking about adequate supervision. We're talking about the importance thereof. We're talking about the lack thereof and the consequences thereof and whether it does happen or not. Is that correct? Yeah, 100%, Willem. And uh, it is something that it's not strictly technical per se, but but it's very, very important in order to get the technical side right. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it is slightly different, but it's on point, I think, in my opinion. Adequate supervision with, with the focus on uh, uh, adequate, on the word adequate. Well, correct. Well, what is adequate? It's like, yeah. um, you know, what is, is, is this product adequate for, for that application? What, what it, define adequate? So yeah, we, we, will, we will have a look at that and we'll go into that and just sort of put, just put my thoughts on, on, on record, so to speak. I'm not, I'm not the definitive authority, but it is, uh, you know, from a technical perspective, uh, it is vital that, that we get it right. Listen, Richard, just before we go, into the conversation or delve into the details of the conversation to our viewers and our listeners out there we're going to go to a quick ad break please don't go away stay tuned because richard and i will be back right after this it's an exciting time to be a professionally registered plumber the pirb's leaderboard provides plumbers with the opportunity to be placed onto a ranking system to see how they perform amongst their peers around the country. This ranking system enables both plumbers and consumers to identify top local plumbers and monitor their performance nationally and regionally. Consumers will always look for the best and at the top is where you'd want to be. It is therefore very important to be dedicated to continuously upskilling yourself through continuous professional development activities. The CPD points you accumulate during the CPD program will allow you to be rated on the leaderboard as you grow. The ranking system runs on a three-month rolling average where you can find yourself at the very top by accumulating more points than your peers. Top-ranked plumbers also stand a chance to win prizes through a lucky draw, where winners are announced on the PIRB's Plumbing 101 shows on YouTube. Do not miss out on the opportunity to be highlighted as an elite plumber in South Africa. Start accumulating points and become one of the best. Get skilled, get rewarded. Welcome back. You're still tuned into this exciting edition of the Professional Plumber Podcast, a sort of a, a, a technical discussion in which Richard Bailey and I are going to talk about adequate supervision and the importance thereof, why is it so important, um, and the fact that it is often it doesn't get done. 
And hence my next question or my first question to you, Richard, are there many instances in which plumbing work is carried out without being properly supervised? Yes, the, the simple answer is yes, Willem. Uh, we see it all the time. And we're going to get into the reasons or the difficulties a little bit later. But, but to answer your question directly, yes. The standards are quite clear when they say that any plumbing work undertaken has to be done by a suitably qualified plumber uh, or done under adequate supervision of a suitably qualified plumber. And you'll notice those words coming in suitably and adequate and that. But, but unfortunately, for a lot of reasons, and it's not always the plumber's fault or the business owner's fault, the, 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 the fact of the matter is that uh, a lot, I would say the majority, in fact, I'd even put in the word vast majority of plumbing work that is being done out there in this country at the moment is has not been adequately supervised and it's being done by semi-skilled uh, uh, labor and um, and and sometimes unskilled labor and uh, and then there is there is a huge lack of adequate supervision across the board now uh, it it opens up a number of other questions you know so so we could we're not going to go into it here, but I mean, we could ask the question, why is it so? Why is it like this? Why is the landscape such that it allows for this uh, kind of, um, uh, I'm just choosing my words carefully, and I wouldn't say abuse of the system, but but allows for this nonchalance where when it comes to um, taking this trade seriously, you know, so, but that's a different discussion. The, the answer to that question is absolutely, uh, uh, there, there are huge amounts of uh, work that is being done unsupervised and it, re it results in, a, uh, you know, sometimes very, very bad results. That's, that's where we're going to focus on because the thing is, certainly there are some jobs that require uh, uh, the supervision of a properly qualified and licensed plumber more so than what others do. And before you answer that question, Richard, I want to say to you now that you said, you know, the fact that there are work being done by non-skilled people or semi-skilled labor, that often results in very bad things, which to me translates to the fact that there are risks associated to plumbing work being done by unqualified people, people that are semi-skilled or unskilled for that matter. Um Willem, I would say it's partly correct. So, so we, nobody can deny that, that for example, a badly installed geezer uh, is potentially a, a, a major, it's a death trap, it could be, or a very badly installed sewerage waste system going into a, an optic, open septic tank, uh, you know, is a major health risk. So there are certainly some big ticket items, for want of a better description, that that nobody would um, uh, uh, disagree that it requires a certain level of uh, expertise and supervision. However, I wouldn't go so far as to say that there are some aspects of plumbing and any plumbing installation that don't require su adequate supervision. If you know plumbing, uh, in, which is any trade or any profession, there are everything fits hand in glove and 
they, by making a mistake further up the line, you, you're causing a problem further down the line. And when you start to uh, make tasks seem less important than others, you're setting yourself up for failure. So I would, I would say the very, I would say people do need at some point to let go of the reins when you're teaching somebody and allowing them to, to, to find out for them for themselves. I think the best teacher is, is making mistakes. So in that sense, yes, you, you, you can, you can let certain things go, but you are still supervising them because you come back afterwards and you, 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 you criticize with, um, with a positive intent and and so on and 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 you're still supervising them even though the mistakes have been made when once those mistakes have been made you can identify them you can explore why it's a problem and you can show how to rectify so that to me is still adequate supervision even though the physical work is being done at the time without my supervision i still come back at the at the end of the day and say Let's look at review as what you've done. Let's look at the reasons as to why this went wrong and what could happen. What could the knock-on effects be further down the line had we left it like this? So uh, in as much as you say there are certain tasks that can be left done unsupervised, I don't think totally unsupervised, Willem. Um, you've got to keep handle on it and you've got to really just remain very much at the coalface in order to... Um, to instill that mindset uh, in 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 the in the labour, the semi-skilled, the very skilled, the highly skilled, and then of course qualified and so on, and licensed and registered and so on. That journey, you've got to you've got to be at that person's side throughout that journey. And if and if you if you just leave them to their own devices, um, we we it, it nobody wins. Nobody wins at the end of the day. So. I think the, the the basic answer, well, the, the the point I'm trying to drive here is that all parts of a plumbing system will fit into each other and they all contribute to the overall performance of that plumbing system. So I think they're all as important from the way in which the trenches are dug to the way in which the pipes are laid. It all makes a difference and it's all important. So you cannot lay a sewage pipe without understanding how to dig a trench. And I mean it, it doesn't, it sounds crazy. But you, but but it's true. So even trench digging and wall chopping, you've got to do in a certain. You've got to do with with other things in mind. It's not just digging a hole. It is digging a hole for a particular purpose. So I think adequate supervision is is across the board. And yes, you can leave it alone for three hours or four hours. But 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 then you come back and you you review it and you have a look and you have a discussion. You know. Yeah. Sort of do your own kind of inspection when you come back because after all. You know, supervision, and we're speaking of the word adequate, and then we can say, it's easy to say, but the word adequate is, is, is uh, it's a, you know, is it, what is that word called? Relevant? Is it, is it, yeah. uh, you know, like they say, um, how relevant is it to you? What is it to you? What, what does it mean to you? Or what does it mean to me? It can differ. But the fact is that, if you're not there on site, um, if it means that you have to go out and quickly buy something and come back while your staff has been performing certain tasks, then certainly that translates to checking up on what they've done and making sure that it was done according to the requirements of standards. Well, that's it. And, and sometimes, unfortunately, in the, the lives we live as, as business owners and, that, uh, and, and uh, even if you're a qualified plumber that is employed, that is in charge of more than one team. 
Unfortunately, it's sometimes impossible to physically be on site everywhere. Um, and so, you know, the, the, that supervision, so to speak, would, would, would could take other forms, such as photographic review, you know, etc. So, but okay. but it's important to keep to 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 keep doing that, to keep it up, uh, and and to have that precedent set. You you can't just allow things to slide and 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 go on the way they were for three years, you know, for, for three Don't years. Keep that finger on the button. Listen, Richard, I've got a couple of more questions that I want to ask you, but we're going to cross over to another quick ad break. So for our listeners and our viewers out there, please don't go away. Do stay tuned. Richard and I will be back right after the ad break. Good day. How can I help you? Hi, I'm here to log in my COCs, but I seem to be having an issue with my computer. No problem. But did you know that you can log your COCs using an app on your cell phone? Oh, what app is that? It's called The App Plumber. Do you have a smartphone with you? Yes, I do. Oh, well, let me show you how it works. Not only can you access your PRB profile on The App Plumber, but you can also earn CPD points while exploring the plumbing industry in the palm of your hand. Download the app from Google Play Store and join thousands of other happy users. Welcome back to this edition of the Professional Plumber Podcast. My name is Willem Klopper. I'm rolling in this episode together with my co-host, Mr. Richard Bailey. And today in this episode, we're talking about adequate supervision of plumbing work. And just before we went into the ad break, Richard and I were discussing the fact that, um, you know, there are some types of jobs that requires uh, less on-site or on-hand supervision than the others. But simultaneously, the fact that we shouldn't classify some jobs less important than other jobs because there are risks associated to plumbing work being done incorrectly. Hence the fact that we're talking about proper and adequate supervision today. Now, Richard, I want to ask you, you're an IOPSA auditor. Now, do you often come across plumbing work uh, when you do your inspections and your audits on plumbing work? Do you often come across plumbing work that was completed by an unqualified plumber, but then it was signed off by a licensed professional plumber. Yeah, very, very often, uh, Willem. It's, um, it's, it's, it's much more often than we would like to see because of the fact that we know the associated risks of not um, having stuff done properly. So there's two basic, well, there's two ways in which this... Um, most often occurs and the, and the first one is actually okay because it's within a company in other words there is a registered plumber that is working for company abc and that company has uh, teams a b and c team c goes and does an installation uh, the the registered plumber reviews it whether it's photographically or whatever or swings past the site and and, and then is happy to sign it off and, and this is okay, because we would look at it and you say, okay, well, you're within the same business, you, 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 you're working as a team, it is, you, you're taking your own teams, your own colleagues uh, work on your shoulders, which is fine, that's, that's, that's okay, you know, you don't need to have every single human being that is touching a spanner to be a fully licensed qualified plumber, that, that's not what we're saying, we're saying that have, have adequate super, supervision, so that 
the assurance is there that the work gets done correctly. And if it doesn't, that it's caught, uh, you know, from the from an inspection pers perspective, not not our inspection. I'm talking about an internal company. So, yes, yeah. yes. Not necessarily when you as an auditor arrive on site to inspect the work, but from from the from the qualified person who now takes remember there's always the 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 difference between responsibility and accountability now because accountability is when you sign off that other plumber's work you now take accountability for whatever may be wrong with it if something is wrong with it you know if an aspect of the installation or repair was done incorrectly or not according to the requirement of standard then you the person who signed it off takes accountability for that. Yeah, correct. Yeah, and, and that's it. So, and, and that's okay to take it that within your company. There's many companies that operate like that. The owner of the company might be registered or he might not. There might be a plumber that's employed there that is registered that signs off work for the other teams. As long as there's an understanding that there is an expectation of, of, of standard of work. And if you're the licensed plumber, the registered plumber, you must set that expectation. And, it's, and, and you must remember that your name is being used and it's perfectly okay to, to allow it to happen within your little organization, but you've got to set those standards. So you've got to say, hang on a second, I'm not signing it if it's not like that or not like this or whatever the case may be. And, and that's entirely up to you. But then you then we get a lot of others where the work has been done by a totally unqualified, unlicensed, totally out of the loop, picked up some plumbing skills wherever, and did an installation, and he's got a mate that is registered. And that mate just signs it off. And he does it dozens of times. And then every now and again, he gets audited, and it's, it just it just gets shown how, how very badly incompetent the work is. And, you know, sometimes we come across this multiple times, and there are repeat um, patterns that, that start to happen. And this is where the problem goes. Because... The consumer, you know, the consumer, we as human beings, we are quite trusting. And if I ask a plumber who says I'm a plumber, you know, can you do this installation? Yes. Can you get a C Can I be issued a COC afterwards? Yes. You don't ask further, you know, say, well, is it, are you issuing it? Is your mate issuing it? And how the, and then you get to an, an audit, you, you see the COC has been issued. You speak to the guy who issued it, and he says, "Oh, I've never seen it. I just, I just told him to do it properly, you know." And and but the thing's upside down, and it's back to front, and and there's the the client is in 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 dire straits because the the client is now suffering, and exactly, um, and nobody and nobody is they they just shrug their shoulders and like say, "Well, that's okay," you know. Yeah. So and that I is a problem. That is a and now the, the plumber who signed it off doesn't want to take accountability at his expense at his cost. To fix whatever needs to be fixed and it, at the same time so now there's that risk of the system whatever the part of the plumbing system doesn't function properly or it opposes a risk to the consumer's health and safety for that matter but now there's also that risk to whoever signed it off because he trusted his an acquaintance of his and or he trusted a friend of his that was also a plumber to say that hey my work is fine man just sign it off for me quickly um, so now there's also the risk to him because now he knows I'm taking accountability and if something is wrong with that work, I mean, here you just said that there's often cases where a plumber has signed it off and then they come to you as, a, as an auditor and say, but I've never even seen it. And, and that's 
that's just so wrong on so many levels, uh, Richard, because now who, who now takes accountability for that? Because is he going to pay for it to fix it out of his pocket because he signed for somebody else? And then there's something also that I want to say quickly, Richard. You know, through, through many of our conversations in the podcast that we've had before, we, we kept on reiterating that the audit process is, after all, a learning process for the plumbers. It's for them to, if they've made a mistake, that they now learn that, hey, wait a minute, the auditor tells me that this wasn't quite done, uh, you know, according to requirement of standard. Uh, and they then get offered the opportunity to fix that. Having learned in the process, they won't make the same mistake down the line. But if it's a plumber that you signed off for, and you as an auditor have no contact with that plumber because it's not a registered plumber, how's that person ever going to learn? How's that person ever going to learn? Because now the only person who faces the mistake that was made was the plumber who signed it off, the registered plumber. And, and, and he, would have, he would have known already that it shouldn't have been done that way. So how's that plumber ever going to learn? It's just so wrong. Yeah, and uh, the, 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 he's not. He's not going to learn. And and yeah. and and Willem, he's not going to care. Uh, that's the bottom line. We've seen it a hundred times before. And uh, you know this whole, this whole process it does two two other things as well, which we haven't mentioned. And that is that it promotes or or uh, gather, well it promotes the the. Uh, uh, the, the amount of work that is being given to unskilled, unqualified artisans, and, and it, in, it, it encourages that whole process. So there is a... It sort of devalues the properly qualified plumber. So it, it, it promotes the unqualified plumber because everybody is shopping on price. Nobody's really wanting to take their head out of the sand and, and admit to themselves that, that it should be quality first and price second, although we, we all know it deep down. We just don't want to admit it. And so everybody shops on price. So it promotes that whole thing. And then it devalues and undermines the qualified and registered plumbers. It really it devalues us because we are then seen as one entity. Plumbers are here. And this is what they produce, regardless of, of who and what. But you've just experienced a guy that has literally seen his uncle do three things over the last three weekends and you've expected him to do a, a job that should take you five years to learn how to do. He's messed it up and you put me in that same boat and it's not fair. So, so that's the other thing that it does. So we're running out of time for this episode, but I've got one last question for you. And I think that this is the burning question on or you're in the hearts and in the minds of all the listeners and the viewers out there as well. Now, you and I have alluded to it a little earlier on in the conversation, is the fact that any person, you only have two hands, two feet, one, one set of eyes, <laughs> one head. You can be only at one place at a time. So you've alluded to the fact that it becomes difficult for people to uh, achieve that adequate supervision that is required and i mean the standards actually requires it the standards require it how do, how does the average plumber achieve this what, what options are there how can they do this you know uh, I, I i've got a couple of notes here which i'll go through but the the 
the the the one thing is just mindset, Willem. It's mindset. You just gotta you just gotta know that it's necessary, and and know that it's got to be done. And then and then the human spirit takes over, and you and you make a plan. So I think I think first and foremost, you need to upskill yourself. You cannot supervise or train your staff if you don't know the answers to the questions they are asking. So you've got to first and foremost upscale yourself so that you are the knowledgeable one. You are the one with all the answers. And if you if you don't, if, if I mean, if you're on that journey and you still lack some answers, then find somebody like me. You know, our phones are always on. I mean, Steve, uh, uh, Steve Fonsell, Steve Brown, Gerry Boerter, we all got our phones on, Kurt Vermark, and, and we all answer those questions. Phone your auditor that you know. So we really don't mind. In fact, we love it. We, we love uh, those, those phone calls. But upskill yourself and, and, and ask the questions. And then you've got to train your staff. You've got to train. Um, and I'm not saying like you've got to have six weekends in a row at 10,000. Just ongoing training and just little bits and pieces. Say, hey, look at this. Take a practical example. This is what happened yesterday. Could we not have done it like this? You see the result of that. It, uh, spend time training your 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 staff to the, the technical side of things. And that's an ongoing, never-ending process. But just have that mindset of doing so. And then teach them the other skills whereby they can help you to maintain control. In other words, teach them how to take meaningful pictures. And that sounds silly, Willem, but I mean, if I can come up and I take a closer picture of a TP valve. Yeah, I can see the TP valve, but I cannot see the context in which it's installed yeah. or whether the, the 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 pipe from it has got to fall or whether there's space to um, to uh, uh, replace that TP valve. So yes, I can see the TPs there, but I can't see the context surrounding it. So teach them <clears throat> the importance of this kind of thing and perhaps if you've got, there's a lot of plumbers there with uh, very good systems out there. And, and I know a few of them very well, and they're doing incredibly well where they, they upload those pictures from site and uh, the, the owner gets notification before that plumber leaves site. He can pick up the phone and say, no, 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 you've left this out, you've done that, whatever. And it works like a charm. So that's where it can get to. I, I wasn't very good at that, uh, building systems when I had a thing. So I had a very, very manual system. But each to his own, and and you just got to have that mindset of keeping your finger on the pulse, so to speak, and be diligent with those pictures. Just because you receive five pictures from your plumber, have you seen that the that the earth strapping has been tightened enough? Is there a picture showing the tight earth strap? Well, if the answer is no, then you cannot tick that box. So yeah. be diligent with the pictures and say, guys. We need pictures of everything. This, 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 this. You've got to just drive it and drive it and drive it so that it does start to change. And it's a hard change, but it will change. And then do site visits as much as possible. We're all busy. We all got businesses to run. We're all running around. But do where you can, do site visits. And go and physically look and say, guys, well done. This looks brilliant. Could we maybe think to change this little guy here and have a look at this and have a look at that? That helps tremendously. It, it also feel, lets your staff know that 
you care about what they're doing and you are serious about upskilling them as well you know so that's a that's a great thing and then i i think i think as i started off this answer with that that answer of mindset i think if we've just got that mindset of training teaching uplifting helping showing that's the first and biggest step uh, in in doing that. It is doable. It is doable, Richard. And of course, as as, as you always say, and as you always reiterate um, in all of your podcasts, that you know the the industry bodies are also there to contact and to ask for advice and ask for assistance and say, listen, guidance, guidance and and advice, those type of things. To say, how can I do this? How can I achieve this? What advice can you give me? How can you guide me on doing things a little bit better or more sufficiently? Um, but yeah, it, 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 is, it is good to know that the industry bodies back the plumbers and are there for them. You know, that phone call, make a phone call, send an email. Richard, I want to thank you again because you represent the industry bodies and you come in and do these little technical, uh, let me not call it little or refer to it as little, these uh, conversations, the short conversations that we have about, uh, you know, the technical aspects of plumbing. Um, so thanks for your time and your effort and the valuable information that you share with us. Always a pleasure, Willem, as, as you know. So no, what a, only a pleasure. To our listeners and our viewers, that concludes the conversation between myself and Richard. But please don't go away. Do stay tuned because we are bringing you right after this some interesting industry announcements. Stay tuned. The BIRB National Roadshow is in full swing. Be sure to come and interact with us on the 31st of May at Aquatap in Richards Bay. And on the 1st of June, we will be at Northwood Crusaders, number 10, Randley Crescent, Durban North, together with Plumbing Africa. See you there. Three months left till our annual Champions for Charity event, and the sponsorships are filling up fast. Don't miss your opportunity to show heart and be part of this fantastic charity event. To become one of the sponsors or to buy tickets for the event, visit www.championsforcharity.co.za. And finally, remember that you can book advertising space on any of the PRB's video productions. To find out how, contact us via email at marketing at pirb.co.za or call us at 0861-747-275. Reaching the plumbers has never been easier.